Good afternoon, good afternoon, my people, my brothers and sisters. Well, I got this episode from the Holy Spirit guiding me after I'm I'm sitting here reading the book of Hosea, the first four chapters. And at first, I'm sitting here confused, not knowing anything about what's going on, because in the first two chapters, the Heavenly Father tells Hosea to marry a woman who practices adultery and is just a harlot, uh, a lover of many. And I'm sitting here like, okay, Father, where is this going? Because, I mean, I believe in you and I trust in you, but this seems like it's a lot. Like, you know, you're telling one of your people to marry someone who is definitely not going to be faithful unto him. But I'll, I'll, I'll trust you, and I'll, I'll keep reading more and more. So I read the first chapter, and I'm like, okay, all right, understand. Okay, they're gonna, he's gonna have, uh, he's gonna have Hosea marry a woman who practices adultery. Understood, understood. And then as I'm reading through the first chapter, I realize the Heavenly Father is setting, is setting a story up. For all of us to understand something. And I'm going to get to that in the end. But as I'm reading the first chapter. And I'm going to chapter 2 of Hosea. The book of Hosea. I'm realizing where he's starting to go with this. He's just. He's trying to show Hosea. How the people have turned their back. On the Holy Father. So as I read more and more through the chapters. I start to realize the theme that's going on. And. Maybe some of you are going to catch on early before I even get to the point I'm making. But he marries this woman. They have they have three kids. If I'm not mistaken, Lord, forgive me. They have three kids. And their names are as follows. The first one is Jezreel. That's the first son's name. And then they have a daughter. Her name is Lo Ruhama. And then they have a son, a third, a third child, and it's a son. His name is Lo Ruhama. Oh Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. His name is actually Lo Ami. Lo Ami. And that's just the beginning of the first chapter. And that is from the book of Hosea, chapter 1, verse 1, all the way to verse 9. And the Lord is telling Hosea that these kids you're going to have. I'm going to make them an example. As your wife, I will also make an example toward you. So as he's going, as the book's going through, as the the book of Hosea is going through, and I'm reading more. Chapter 2 is about the things Israel is doing. And how they're just in wickedness. They're not following at all. 
what the Lord wanted them to do. And these are the people who, these are of the people who he took out of Egypt by his own hand. When they were under the uh, Pharaoh's rule for so long in the time of Moses. And it says in the chapter 2 of the book of Uzziah, when she is that the Lord is going to have is going to have his wrath on her because she is following in the wrong steps and is committing so much adultery. But look, stay with me, follow me, follow me, follow me. He's going to he's going to cause everything she has gotten from her lovers during her time of whoredom to cease. It's just, you know, the Lord, the Lord, people say the Lord is a tyrant and an evil person. He's not. He's not going to force you to love him. But all the things you want in this world, which is his creation. He's not going to keep allowing you. Just keep sinning, keep sinning, keep sinning, keep sinning. And think everything's going to be good. You have to understand that things are going to come your way. Whether you're living righteous, whether you're living righteously or not, but if you continually are in sin, you're gonna have more. You're gonna have more problems. And those of and those of us who don't, who do their best not to sin, and are having problems, that's a test. That's come. That's a test from him to set you up for bigger and better things. But he wants you to be ready. He wants you to go through all the tough times, so that when he blesses you. You've already been through all the negativity, all the problems. There's still going to be more problems on your way. But he wants you to be ready through all that. He doesn't want you struggling once he's blessed you in the long run. He wants you to go through the worst of it so that when he gives you the best of it, any other problems that may arise along the way, he's already got you. You've already been through it. So what else? It won't be able to stop you from a blessing he gave he gave me. He's given you. It's like, just in case I confuse anybody with that, because it did sound a little mumbled jumbled. The Lord wants the best for all of us. We're all gonna go through trials and tribulations. Nobody's gonna go through life and have no problems. That's just not how it works. Because if that was the case. If that was truly, truly the case, then why would we need the Lord? If, if life was just going to be easy peasy, why would we need the Lord? The Lord is there to be our comforter. He's there to be our loving, loving father. And he's a father to the fatherless. So even if you don't have a father, he's there for you. That's exactly his reasoning for being there for you. Even if you have one, he's there for you in the times when you feel like nobody else can be. He's there continually. I pray that we all remember that and keep that in our hearts. But as I continue with this book of Uzziah, chapter 2, as I was saying, the Lord, He wishes the best for us, but He also, He also wants us to understand that if we don't continually seek Him, the troubles that we were going to have anyway in life, it can be worse because we're not we're not seeking him for comfort. We're not seeking him for better days. You know, we have to come to him always, not 
not just when we feel like we're going through something bad. That's a lot of problems. Even myself, I still have my moments where I do that, where it's like, I pray every morning when I get up, I pray throughout the day, and I pray at night when I go to sleep. But I'd be lying to you if I said, oh, every single time I get something good, I continually pray to him. It's not that I forget on purpose, it's just, for, you know, I'm still learning myself to be continually in the mind, continually having the Lord in my mind all the time, instead of sometimes. I'm not perfect, I'm still working on it. But my point being, as I go further ahead into this book of Hosea, in chapter 2 towards the end, after the Lord has said he will take away all the things from Hosea's wife, that she got from her lovers because they were, she used those things to worship other gods, which really really foolishness nothing but foolishness it says towards the end of chapter 2 from verse 16 to 17 and this is the Lord talking and it shall be at that day saith the Lord that thou shalt call me Ishi which in which from Hebrew translation to English means husband and shalt call me no more Baalim. For I will take away the names of Baalim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Continuing from chapter 2, 17 to 18. And I'm going to read all the way up to chapter the end of chapter 2. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven and with the creeping things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth will make them to lie down safely and I will be off thee unto me forever yea I will off thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness and in mercies I will even off thee unto me in faithfulness and thou shalt know the Lord and it shall come to pass in that day I will hear saith the Lord I will hear the heavens and they shall hear the earth and the earth shall hear the corn and the wine and the oil Thou shalt hear Jezreel. And I will sow unto her, unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had no that had not obtained mercy. And say that again. This is chapter 2, verse 23. And I will sow unto her, and I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had no that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them, which were not my people, Thou art my people, and they shall say, Thou art my God. So what I want to leave off on is that you may feel matter what you do, you cannot please the Lord, or what you have done is too deep for for you to be forgiven by the Lord. What I want everybody to understand, and myself, I still have some moments where I, I feel like I've done too much, or I feel like I've sinned and I can't be forgiven. 
is the book of Hosea is a perfect example from chapter 1 to 4. The Lord is continually wanting all of us to come back to him. He is our first love. He is the reason why we all breathe. He is the reason why we all wake up. He is the reason why any of us, when we sleep well, it is him. The drugs can't help you. The liquor can't help you. False advice from false preachers cannot help you. The word of the Lord, his righteousness, his divinity, his love, his kindness is what helps us through life. I will continually pray for everybody in this world, in this country, all my friends and family. Because there is so much that is going on that so like we don't even know about things that are going on out there. But I just pray as we all continue our lives and live that we keep relying on the Lord. Because even no matter what we've done, No matter how bad we think we have sinned, the Holy Father that is in heaven loves us. And when we and when we really commit ourselves to him and we get on our knees and pray, we gotta make sure we're doing it from the heart and really mean it. Real prayer comes from the heart, the Holy Spirit guiding you through, through doing so. Can't, we can't become more we can't become more like Yeshua ourselves we need the Holy Spirit to guide us so if anybody out there is trying their best to get back to, to the Lord I'll say this you need to pray that the Holy Spirit becomes a comforter for you becomes a guide for you in this life because without the Holy Spirit guiding you you're going to keep messing up you're going to have your problems in life regardless but if you don't have something there as a comforter which is the Holy Spirit, you're going to keep falling and feel like you can never get up. You're going to keep tripping up and always feel like you're tripping up and never walking on the straight path. The path to the Lord is narrow. The path to damnation is wide because it is so easy to allow yourself to stay in sin. And I'm not saying it's hard to be follow righteousness or have the Holy Spirit be a part of you. But it's, it's not something you just do occasionally. You have to do it every day. As it says in Corinthians, you must die daily. You must be able to admit, I'm not, I'm not a good person every day. You have to be able to admit that because all of us say, oh, we're this good. Or we help people with this and that. Are you helping people so you feel better about yourself? Or are you helping people because you genuinely, genuinely, genuinely know it's a good thing to do? and that the Holy Spirit is guiding you as you do so. If you're helping people to feel better about yourself, then you're going about it the wrong way. But if you're helping people out, the, out of the generosity of the Lord, the generosity of the Holy Spirit, then you're on the right track. But all of our life's journeys are different. This life we live is always going to be different. Nobody's life is always, nobody's life is going to be the same. We must continually, continually search for the Lord. Because he's there. But every day we must give ourselves to him more and more. Because the fact he woke us up is another reason why we must thank him.
And I, I pray to him every morning and thank him for breath. Because without him, I wouldn't be doing these podcasts. I wouldn't have any friends. I would just be completely to myself. You know, some people probably feel like I am now, but I'm trying to get right with the Lord. And day by day, I try to do my best. I'm not perfect at it. Anybody I meet on the street, anybody I see, I always try and tell them, have a good day. Stay blessed. And may you be continually protected by the Lord. Because we're all supposed to treat each other with kindness, love. That's why our world is how it is now. There's not a lot of love and kindness going around. A lot of selfishness and greed going around. That's why the world is where it's at. So with that being said, as it, as it is in the book of Uzziah, chapters 1 through 4, you may feel like you can't be you may feel like you can't come back to the Lord. But he is literally, literally waiting on you. He wants you right there. He wants you there. So please, I, I implore you, I, I beg of you, please come back to the Lord. Do not allow yourselves to allow this world to be the end all. Oh, don't be materialistic. Because none of this stuff comes with you when you die. You know, you're supposed you're supposed to live for your children, you know? You're supposed to live so they can have a good life. You know? And the best way to do that is living for the Lord. If you're doing your best worshiping the Lord, doing everything in the Lord's name, He will abundantly bless your kids. That's that's why that's why you know we have so many families going through things because they didn't do the right things when they were growing up. And some of them didn't have the knowledge, some of them didn't have the guidance. Can't be mad at them for that. Once you have that guidance and you start learning, you're supposed to pass that down so that your family can be good after you're gone. That's a lot of problems in the uh, black community. Families are kicking their kids out at 18, 22, talking about, oh, they need to get out. They need to do this. Y'all know why other families are so successful? They're not kicking their kids out at 18 years old, 22 years old, because they want to live their life, even though they got to before they had kids. Or if they didn't, that's because they made choices beforehand. But I ain't gonna get into that. That's that's a, that's another story for another day. That's a lot. That's the reason why uh, the black community is, you know, we've had our chances. You know, if you do some research, you understand that we've had chances at economic wealth and have been bombarded and stopped. But even today, after learning all that, we still make the mistake of cutting our kids' knowledge short because we kick. We just kick them out instead of teaching them. I don't have any kids. My mom and dad did what they had to do. You know, they they both worked. My mom still works. They did what they had to do work-wise. And I'm not saying, oh, there's things that they shouldn't have done. There's things they should have done more. I'm grateful for my parents. I love them. You know, I still miss my dad, but thank the Lord I have my mom. Because, you know, I rely on the Lord now, and I'd have to, I'd have to rely on Him even more. But without my mom, uh, I'd be completely lost. I know the Lord will help me, but that's that's tough. And I know there's people out there who've lost both parents, and I pray.
pray for you continually, and I'm sorry to you had to go through that at such a young age, or even recently, if that's the case. And I know I'm not the only one who lost a parent recently, so I pray for you all. But with that being said, I'll say it again. Don't give up on seeking the Lord, because He loves you. He wants you in His life. Yeah, He wants you in His life. Yeah, the eternal, the eternal Father wants you. Remember that. He hasn't given up on you. That's why you keep living. That's why you keep living. That's why he keeps giving you chances. That's why you keep having these interactions with people who keep talking about the Lord. But watch out for them false preachers. I love y'all. Stay blessed. Stay righteous. When you feel like you've been knocked down, remember you can always get up. The Lord's hand is always there to help you. Love every single one of y'all. I pray you are all well in the mighty and heavenly name of Lord Yeshua. Amen. And amen again.